Welcome back to the Road of Faith, my friends. My name's Ken Fletcher, and so glad you're here with us today. We're going to have a great day, a great seminar here. Uh, we're getting back into the Word, and we're going to continue where we left off on our last seminar, part three. So thank you for staying with me today throughout the seminar, and I believe it'll be a blessing to you. This Know Thyself series is so vital to us. It is uh, very important uh, for you personally, it could touch everything in your life. I mean, from A to Z is what we're talking about here is this relationship and what we have with him. It's big, it's powerful, and he wants it to come to you clear. He wants you to know him clearly and to know how he's uh, dealing with you and uh, how he's talking to you and how he's uh, uh, helping you in all these different areas uh, in your life. He wants to show you how he's going to do it and communicate it to you. Amen. So that's what's happening here in the Road of Faith seminar. And uh, we're, we're moving right along on this road trip uh, called Know Thyself. Well, let's go to our main verse for uh, this seminar, and that is uh, Romans, or Romans, well, we're going to Romans, but the main, the main verse is found in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, which says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I'm going to read that one more time. It says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. Old things have passed away. Look or behold. All things have become new. Everything's different. Everything's different to the born-again person than, to, uh, than it was before. Amen. Than it was before. Well, I want to read some of the scriptures we talked about last week. And uh, also, uh, the, this, is, this is about our foundation with God. Why we have this uh, relationship how it's possible to have such a relationship with God, with a perfect God, with our creator. How it's possible. Amen. Well, let's get here in Romans chapter 3 and verse 20. It says, and I'm going to read through some of these verses uh, for a while here. So, uh, amen. It says, therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because of his forbearance, God has passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at this present time his righteousness, that he might be just. Oh, he's just all right that he might be just and the justifier of, of the one who f has faith in Jesus. I'm going to read that again because that's important. To demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one, that's us, 
of the one who has faith in Jesus. So it's God who justifies us. Mm-hmm. And he's just in how he did it. He's right. So there's no argument to him the way he did it that he might be just. And he's just. Oh, yeah. And the justifier, he's the justifier. He's the one that said that. He's the one that set forth this and said, this is the way. This makes you right with me. That's what, that's the deal. Amen. That he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Praise God. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No. But by the law of faith faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Mm-hmm. Or he is the God of the Jews only. Or is God, is, is the Lord the God of the, of the Jews only? No, he says, no, he is not also, he's, uh, he's not just the God of the Jews only. Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Amen. Since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised, talking about the Jews and the Gentiles, the circumcised being the Jews and the uncircumcised being the Gentiles. He's the one that justifies not only to the Jew, but to the Gentile. Mm-hmm. Since there is one God who will justify the circumcision the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith, do we then make void the law through faith, the law that was given to Moses? Mm -hmm. Do we make it? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law, Jesus' name. Uh, chapter 4 says, What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found uh, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he is something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Mm-hmm. See, that was all before the law. Before Moses gave the law, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted for him for righteousness. God counted that as righteousness, right standing with him. Hallelujah. Now to him who works... The wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. Mm-hmm. Person that works, they're, they're, they're thinking, well, they, you know, they owe me something. You know, there's a debt. There's a debt there. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. It's God who has called the unrighteous, righteous, the one who has put his faith in Jesus. God calls that man righteous. God says, they're right with me. Mm, think about that. Uh, just, just receiving Jesus makes you right with God. Because God's looking at everything that Jesus did, and as you accepted that which Jesus did for you, in your behalf, mm-hmm. wow, what he's done. And we enter into it freely as a free gift. Praise God. But to him who does not work but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith 
is accounted for righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's the way it works. Just as David, uh, David uh, the King David, uh, the Jewish king, just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. David says, blessed are those who law whose lawless deeds are forgiven. Oh, praise God. And whose sins are covered. Blessed are those. We're blessed. My goodness. We're blessed. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Mm -mm -mm. The man that's in Christ. Glory to God. Therefore, it is not of faith that it might be according to grace. I'm sorry, I misread that. Therefore, it is. It is not. Of course it is. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God. See, God said that. I've made you the father of many nations. And he said, God who gives life to the dead, let me read that again, verse 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he calls those things that be not as though they were. That's an old King James uh, it's, uh, sort of stuck in me there. Uh, but he calls those things that are not as though they already existed. Because he's the creator. Amen. Hallelujah. He gives life to the dead. Mm -mm -mm. And calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Who, contrary to hope, in hope believed. Now we're talking about Abraham. Okay. Abraham had the faith, uh, had faith in God. And he had no hope for this child that God promised him. No hope at all. No expectation for that. God told him he's going to have a son. And uh, he, he didn't expect, you know, at his age and everything, as time progressed on, he saw how old he was and his wife was old and she had never been able to have kids uh, her whole life. And yet here's this promise of God. And he's calling those things. He said, he said you're going to have a son. You have a son. And boy, it didn't look like it in the natural form, did it? No, but, but it says here, who contrary to hope or contrary to be expecting anything, in hope or in expectantly believed. Talk about what Abraham did. God told him, you're going to have a son. And uh, having a covenant with you and, and uh, you're blessed. And all of these things that were involved, what he told Abraham, and Abraham believed him. Believed what he told him. And God called that righteousness. Mm -hmm. He called that faith righteousness. Faith in what? Faith in what he told him. That's what. Amen. He said, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. 
according to what was spoken, what was said to him by God. He became the father of many nations. Why? Because he believed God. Amen. And then, uh, but he goes on to say, who contrary to hope, in hope believes, so that he became the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall your descendants be. That's what God said. And not being weak in faith, Abraham not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, his wife, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced, fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. That's, that was Abraham's assessment of God. Mm -hmm. And when God told him that he not only, he believed him because he not only, he believed him because uh, of what he said and the honesty and the integrity that, that, that God was, uh, uh, that God has and is, he believed that he believed what he said. He, he was fully persuaded, completely convinced by what God had said, even though he had no evidence out here in the natural at all. That, my friends, is faith in God. That's what that is. When you have no other evidence out here in the natural necessarily, you don't have any other uh, reason to believe uh, something that the Lord told you other than he told you. Mm -hmm. That's real faith. That's the real deal right there. Amen. And being fully convinced that what he had promised, in other words, what God had promised, he was able to do it. He was also able to perform it. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness or right standing with God. Mm -hmm. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. Glory to God. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. That's it. That's, that's the bottom, that's the foundation for our relationship right there. It shall, be, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. So righteousness is imputed to us by God through our faith in Jesus who God raised from the dead. You see that? Mm-hmm. And he calls that, he calls that righteousness. That faith, that believing in the fact that God raised Jesus from the dead for our justification now, see, that gives us power to come to God through Christ and, and he accepts us and he calls us righteous. He calls us right with him. Woo, praise God. That's a big deal, isn't it? That's the whole deal right there. I mean, just, just, just to be able to, 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 to be in a place to, 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 to have him, to, to, to be able to come to him without getting rejected, you know? Oh, he won't reject you because of Jesus. Oh, no. It's for you, man. It's for you. It's for me. It's for all of us, man. Glory to God. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. What does that mean? We 
We good with him. <laughs> Not because of what we did. Oh, mercy sakes. No, we ooh, we messed up. We <laughs> we fouled it up. We Man, uh -uh, not because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus did in our faith in him. And it says there, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God now. Mm -hmm. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. See that? Oh, praise God. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. That's our access. Our access point is Jesus, my friends. He's the access point. Oh, hallelujah. And we stand in this grace, this position, this place of unity, this place of not being rejected, but instead having this relationship we're together now with God. Do you hear me? Together. No separation. Mm -mm. No separation. Glory to God. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And rejoice in the hope of glory of the glory of God. Now, the word Bible Bible hope, the word for hope there should be expectation. Gives you a little better understanding of the word uh, hope in the Bible when you see the word hope. It says here that we stand and rejoice in hope or in expectation. You see, we stand and rejoice. In expectantly in the glory of God, you see, praise God. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. If you don't know Jesus, man, you've heard the word. You've heard the good, the good news right now that you can be right with God. I mean, you can have peace with God. You, you, it can be different for you after tonight. Yes, it can. Your life can be totally different. And, it, and it's all up to you whether you're going to receive what, he is, what, he's, what he's told us uh, in his word here. I mean, you can, you can, you can actually come into a, a, a right relationship with him. I don't care where you came from. I don't care what you've been taught. I don't care where, what part of the world you're in, what part of what religion, what church member, what denomination, uh, no church, whatever. This is for you. Jesus is for you. Jesus is for everybody. <laughs> and he's for you. And it's the, oh, what good news this is that we can be right with God just through faith in what he did. Think of it. Just believing in and, and, and accepting it and, and receiving him for ourselves. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Amen. So what does it say? The word is near you in, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yes, you <laughs> glory to God for with the heart, 
you know, the real you, the, the, the inner person with your heart. Amen. One believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you confess Jesus with your mouth. You believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to save you, to redeem you, to bring you into right relationship with God. And you say with your mouth and Jesus, you just confess Jesus as your Lord. Say, Lord, I receive you. I confess you as my Lord. I believe in my heart. You did what you did for me. And I'm confessing you now as my Lord. I receive you. And God receives you just like that. That's done. I mean, your, your, your insides are going to change. Your insides will change. Something that he does, you can't do it. Amen. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. If you believe on him, you're not going to be rejected. You're just not. It ain't possible. You're not, you believe on him. He's going, he, he, he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. He's going to recreate your spirit. He's going to make you right with him, and you and he will be together from then on. How about that? All free, all paid for. Glory to God. The scripture says, whosoever, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jews and Greek or Jew and Gentile. No distinction. Mm -mm. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. So it doesn't matter if you're Jew or Gentile, what part of the world you are, what, where you came up. doesn't make any difference uh, because you, uh, there's only one way to God anyhow, you see. So it doesn't matter if you're Jew, Gentile. doesn't matter what nation you're in, what country you're affiliated with out here in the natural it doesn't matter because through christ you can have that relationship with god you can come and know god and be right with god and have peace with god and everything's all right from then on between you and him oh praise god man that's so big that is so big Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Doesn't matter who you are. Don't matter where you came from. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord, shall. There's no chance it could happen any other way. Shall. I said shall be saved. That's good news, isn't it? Oh, praise God. That's, that's the best. That's the best right there. Now let's look here at Ephesians. Uh, I want to go over here to Ephesians uh, chapter 2, please. Uh, Lord wanted me to bring this scripture out today. And it says here in, in the fourth verse, it says, But God, who is rich in mercy. Oh, man. Boy, is that a statement. Merciful. He is so merciful. He's not out to clobber you. 
<laughs> no, you're not out to knock you in the head on account of stuff you've done wrong or against him. I mean, you could have shaken your fist at him and cussed at him, did whatever at him. He ain't holding that against you. No. If, uh, if people could get a hold of the fact that God's not mad at nobody, he's not mad at you. He's not upset with you. He's not against you. Uh, no. And he's done everything that from his side, from his standpoint, he's done everything that he can do and would do and could do. He's done everything already for you to have you. He wants you. <laughs> he wants you just the way you are. Yeah, he wants you just the way you're. Well, brother Fletcher, I got to change this. I got to change that. I got to do this, get right with God. No, you don't. No, you come to him just like you are, just the way you are in your situation, what you're involved in. Uh, I mean, you might be involved in a whole bunch of goofy stuff. It don't matter. Just come to him. He loves you. He's not criticizing you. He's not putting you down for the things you've done. No, he's not against you. He's for you. And he wants you to come to him. And uh, he wants you to receive Jesus now, just that simple. And let him come into your heart. And it don't cost you a thing. And you don't have to change a thing in order to do that. You just believe in what Jesus did. Amen. Glory to God. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love. Look at that. Who is rich in mercy because of his great love. Which he loved us with what these, let me read this again. I'm getting tongue tied here. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Well, we read that just a little while ago in, in Romans, didn't we? Not a worse, lest anyone should boast, for we are his, his workmanship. Mm -hmm. We're not our workmanship, we're his workmanship. Glory to God. <laughs> Created. Now look at that again. We're his workmanship. Those who have received Jesus, we are created in Christ Jesus. You see that? We're his workmanship. The, the work that he did. Amen. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Amen. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. So everything changes. It all changes when Jesus comes in. Mm. Everything changes. Your whole perception. I mean, everything. The world becomes different to you. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, my wife and I were talking uh, the other day about how the world changes when one of our loved ones passes passes away like my mother for instance uh, when she passed away i remember quite vividly that when she left the world and went home to be with the lord in my perception uh as her child here on the earth the earth changed the world changed for me 
because uh, uh, my the worth was no longer my mother no longer was, was residing in the same vicinity I was in. <laughs> I guess you could say you know that she left this natural world went to be with the Lord, and uh, and everything changed for me. I mean my whole perception of the world changed. You know, and that happens uh, when when a loved one pass away, a friend or or a close relative or something, because nothing's the same anymore. You see, I mean, the world, your perception of everything and how uh, it just changes. Amen. Well, when Jesus comes in, my goodness, everything changes for you. Everything changes. Now it's you and him together. You and he are together. So your whole consistency has changed your whole perspective your whole outlook your whole understanding changes but there's a lot of things that don't change or haven't changed yet because of the old thoughts the old way of thinking is still in there it's like a recording you know and uh and it'll sit there and play and and try to tell you who you are now and it'll 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 tell you how you ought to feel it'll tell you how <laughs> it'll tell you how to act and, and and say and different things like they just sort of programmed in i guess you could say well that's why the bible tells us over there in romans chapter 12 to renew our mind and we're not to be looking at ourselves anymore the way the world looks at us you see no we're supposed to look at ourselves the way the Lord sees us. And, and that's, that's the challenge. That's the thing that, uh, that will make the difference in your life when you begin to see yourself. That's what this series is all about. Beginning to see yourself and understand who you are and what God has done in you. This powerful thing he's done in you. This, this, this recreating, he created in Christ Jesus, this new person you are. A lot of folks, man, they never get out of baby stage and understanding. They're still very much, uh, like what they were before, uh, out here in their, what they act and how they think and what they say, and what they do in life. I mean, it's all, it's like the, the world is telling you uh, the way you're supposed to be. The world is telling you how you're, what you're supposed to go for, what you're after in life, what your goals are, and all these other things, many other things. We're not to be conformed, the Bible says, to these things. For them to put pressure and conform you into what you're, what they think you should be or another person thinks you ought to be. The Lord has really been dealing with me uh, in this past year of thinking of myself right. He don't want me thinking of, of myself through another person's eyes or, or for the world's eyes or what they think that I should be thinking about myself, you see. No, he wants us to think like, like he thinks about us. That's what the real deal is. You remember last, uh, on our last, uh, uh, series, we were in the how long question mark series there and, uh, and how that the world is always, uh, we, we call the world, the matrix, you know, uh, the world system, 
this fallen world system we 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 you know we used it as the matrix because the the visual aid the lord gave us of the matrix the movie you know and uh boy how's it like this where it's so much like it it's not exactly but it's so much it is so much like the way things really are here in this natural realm and us being spirits living in these bodies and walking through this present world and living in this present world and how it affects us. And, uh, and, and so this what, that's what we're doing here. We want to renew. We want to help renew. I guess you say you still got to do your own renewing now inside. You've got to make changes and decisions and things in order to move towards God. Okay. And towards his reality and what he's showing you. And he's going to show you some stuff through this seminars, through um, through this seminar, through other seminars, through the ones coming. And uh, so, man, seek him, you know, seek the answers. Uh, these things, these problems and different things that come in your life. And uh, he, man, he's in there to help you. He's in there to give you light. He's in there to show you uh, what's really going on now. See, that's a lot of it. We don't really know what's going on sometimes. We don't know the forces behind it sometimes. I mean, I've been so blind to the plans of the devil against me in times past. I mean, I, I mean he'd hit me, and I didn't, I didn't even know he's coming. I didn't know what was going on. And, different, you know, different things like that, that God, he's in there to help you with this. He wants to put you over. He wants to make you victorious in every situation. Amen. But you can't be conformed to this world and expect to, expect to uh uh, to be in a position uh, to come against things that are wrong like that, you know, in yourself, in your thinking. Uh, so you have to be open to the word of the Lord uh, within you and the word of God, uh, the Bible, and, and be willing to change. And, and as light comes to you, you see some, oh, give you a little answer there. Amen. Give you a solution. Well, that's what he's wanting to do. He's wanting to give you the solutions to these things that are not right and not right in your life. Amen. And he will. And he will. If you'll seek him. Will you put him priority in your life? Just make him make him and his word and what he says, your priority, what you're all about. Oh yeah. Then you're getting a hold of something right there. Amen. But look at this here in verse six of the uh, second chapter of Ephesians it says here. And, uh, and he has raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Wow. What a word is that? Huh? What a truth is that he's caused us to be in such a position with him now through Christ that we can sit together with him. What does that mean? We can hang out together. We and we do. <laughs> he and I do. We hang out together. We talk. I talk to him uh, all the time, day you know, day night. He talks to me, leads me, guides me, shows me, tells me things, helps me uh, uh, to understand what's what's happening with me and what's going on in my life. Uh, pointing out what the enemy may do, may be doing, pointing out other things that uh, adjustments I need to make inside. Mm. Why? Because I'm renewing my mind. I'm listening to what I want. I want to be directed. I'm, I'm listening to him. I'm, I'm looking at his word and I'm renewing my mind here. I'm looking at, I'm growing. I'm changing. 
in my understanding as he shows me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 6, and raised us up together to sit together. Think about that. Sit together in the heavenly places, in our kingdom, inside. When you hook up with Jesus, you hooked up with the kingdom of God. You're in the kingdom of God now. Amen. When you've got Jesus, you're in the kingdom of God. Everything's different now. Kingdom of God is in you, and you are in the kingdom of God. Praise God. That in the ages of that in the ages to come, He or God might show us the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness towards us in Christ. Just His kindness. It's all about His grace now. We were, we were just. We were just, man, and man, and people don't realize where they are with God, man. How bad it is, how bad, how messed up things are without Him. Uh, because of this world system. And uh, 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 praise God. But the Lord, notice He's shown us His kindness. It's all about what He's done. It's all about his kindness, all about his love. It's all about that. It's not about how great you've been, not about how great I've been, how good we're going to be in the future. No, not about that at all. Amen. In ages to come, you might show to us the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Friend, if you don't know Jesus today, I want to pray with you. And I just want you to receive him. And uh, bring him, let him come into your life and make the changes that, that, that he need to make in you. Uh, because without Jesus, my friend, you got more trouble. You got more issues. You're going to be, uh, they're coming now. It's just happening down here. Jesus said uh, over there in Matthew, he said that this life is full of trouble. He said, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. This world, this present world is full of trouble, full of tribulation, full of trial. Things are just messed up down here. Uh, but our faith in Jesus, he said, he said, cheer up. <laughs> Even though it looks nasty, it looks bad down here, cheer up. Hey, man, uh, uh, because uh, I've overcome the world. Glory to God. And when we hook up with him, Guess what we become? We become world overcomers too with him. Amen. So even though things may be coming at us and uh, difficult circumstances, uh, but he's with us. Oh, that makes a difference. Man, even in the worst times that I have been through, some of the worst uh, circumstances, tough places, and I know you've been in them too tough spots man he's he has been so faithful to me helping me sometimes second to second uh, i mean just 
just encouraging me, just 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 showing me where he's taking us. What I've man, he's given me directions second by second. Well, that, this is what you should do here, and then then I'll do it. Then it's like like this is what you should do here, and then I and he would take me. That's where I was at that time. He would take me, man. He will. He'll take you second to second. He'll take you minute to minute. He'll grab you up like he did me and hold you when you're helpless. When there's no strength, he, he will. He did with me. And, and he's no respecter of persons now. He'll do it for you. And he and he because he loves you just as much as he loves me. Why would he not do it for you? Hmm? He he may do something completely different. I never even thought of for you. He may do something completely different that to just show you how much he loves you. Just 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 pour it out on you, you know, just to show you how much he loves you. Yes, he will. And he thinks you're wonderful. He thinks you're special. He says that you're worth more than the whole world. Let me, let's pray together. Father, we know you love us. You gave us Jesus. You came. You came for us. That's how much you love us. And Father, I, my, my friend here that's watching this video, I just uh, agree with them right now. As they open their heart up to you, Lord, as they call upon your name, for help and we thank you father that you're coming into them and that you're helping them right now by your spirit you're there with them right now in that place that they are and we thank you lord you know everything about what's going on with them and we thank you lord as they give their lives to you and hand all this mess or whatever's going on in their life that mess that trouble that trial that problem that sickness and disease that thing as they give themselves to you and as they receive Jesus as their Lord right now. Just confess him, my friend. Confess him. And say, Lord Jesus, please, come into my life. Receive me. Amen. Take all my wrong, all the things that I have done, everything that hasn't been right between you and I. And I, I just, just take it. And I receive all that you have done for me. Uh, and, and, and now I'm in right standing with you because I received you, Lord. And I'm in right standing with God now. Right standing now. <laughs> Amen. He's got you and, and you've got him. And the future now is different for you. Everything is different. All things have changed. Just like our main verse of the seminar is, if anyone is in Christ, <laughs> and now you're in Christ. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Everything is new. And you have a new future now. You see, uh, the slate's clean. Anything's possible for you now. Now that you're hold, hooked up with God and, uh, and you've given your life to him and he's, he's got you now, oh, boy, a lot of things are going to change in you. Everything's different now. Amen. So you need to start uh, just 
devouring his word. Start there in first chapter of Romans and go right. I would recommend staying the epistles right off and just and get in there and know and understand and study and find out what 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 he's done for you. Praise God. And renew your mind to this wonderful thing that's happened, your union with God. Renew your mind in that. This is the foundation of where we're going in the Know Thyself series. Is our solid, complete, solid, paid-for uh, relationship with God through Christ Jesus. That is our foundation for this seminar. That is our foundation in life. What does anything mean without without Jesus? What does anything mean without God? You know, does it mean anything? Is it significant? Not really. Uh, so when we hook up with Him and His plan, what He wants to what He wants to do for us, it's much greater than what we could come up with. Or what we have come up with, you know, we thought, well, we come up with really good ideas. We had, oh boy, that was a good idea. Or that was a good thing. Well, listen, his ways are so much, uh, so much better, full of joy, full of peace. Hey, man, full of expectation. Thank you, Jesus. It's just blessed from top to bottom, side to side. When you give it all to the Lord. Amen. Well, I believe I'm out of time for today, and uh, I sure do thank you for tuning in. I hope that this seminar has been a blessing to you and that the Word of God has went into you and made changes. Maybe you've seen some things today that you didn't see before. Amen. These, these are basic foundational scriptures we're talking about here, but they're powerful. They never lose their power in us. Amen. Glory to God. When you walk in this word and you do what it says, man, and you get an understanding of what he's done, oh, it just gets deeper and deeper and better and better. <laughs> and oh, boy, we're excited about what he's doing in our lives here in the future. And uh, and you should be, too. You should be excited about what he's got planned for you. Hey, man, just reject all that junk that's been fouling you up and Taking and he'll direct you out of that stuff. He'll show you what what to get rid of. He'll show you, hey man, you're with him now. So all all is well between you and him. Amen. Praise God. Well, until next time, I love you, and I hope you'll stay with us on the seminars upcoming. We've got we've got a lot of them coming up. So we just uh, wanted to lay this foundation of the word of god there's nothing matters without without this right relationship being in righteousness with god this right standing that we have with god just being right with god man it's through faith in christ jesus amen what a blessing it is to be with the lord and he with us amen so until next time I'll see you on, uh, let's see, number five, I guess, is coming up. So uh, I'll see you next week on number five. Love you. Have a great day.